Red on Red. This week in the podcast, we're joined by Killian McCann of new Cork-based online magazine, Post Material.
Hours with Over the Void taken from their On My Tongue EP and The Love Buzz with Disco Junkie 1200 taken from their The Candy Flip EP both records available for download and streaming from Bandcamp.com and all of your streaming services this is Red on Red Cork's new music podcast dropping every Wednesday evening via Cork's Red FM and RedExtra.ie we're also available on Apple and Google Podcasts Spotify and wherever else you listen I'm Mike McGrath-Ryan, and this week we're joined in studio by one of the team behind a brand new online magazine emerging from Cork City's arts community in the weeks and months to come. Post Material Magazine's Killian McCann. Killian, how's it going, boss? How are you? Not too bad at all. Thanks a million for coming on the show. Post Material Magazine is set to launch uh, in the very near future, but before any of that happens, you've got a public discussion day happening this Friday at the Pink Moon Cafe on Washington Street. It's not the first time we've had these kind of public consultancies by arts, uh, community arts organisations in the city before. The Angry Mom Collective has kind of done one of those as well. Uh, kind of talk to us a little bit about what people can expect there and what's going to be discussed. Well, I just want to see what um, people want to see in, in Cork. Uh, and uh, coming out of a magazine, um, I don't think we can really, you know, say anything without hearing from anyone first, to be honest. Yeah. Um, just because we want to give a voice to people um, and we can't give people a voice without listening to them. In terms then of just kind of the line of question that you're going to take with people, is it going to be more kind of just open tables and people coming to you with discussions? Is there going to be ideas kind of thrown around by yourselves in terms of like a pre-agreed editorial direction? Like how does this kind of conversation begin? to take? We're going to say what we want to do mm. And then we will discuss with people, you know, have tables where we kind of hear what people have to say to us and what people want to see and um, kind of go from there. And Just remember to get people's emails. That's the exactly, one thing is just yeah, collect yeah, yeah. emails. A lot of people listening will have been through the kind of web scene ringer themselves that have started publications of their own, they'll have contributed to publications. 
or they will have contributed to the online presences of bigger organizations themselves. Um, I suppose maybe talk to us a little bit about where the idea for Post Material came along and what were the kind of the early discussions around the people involved? Summer 2017, it was the, probably the root of it. Um, myself and a few, there was a few of my friends were living out for the summer on Magazine Road. Hey. Uh, yeah. And um, they were, it was, um, they were part of this band at the time called Little Indigo. Um, and I've seen the name on a few posters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were, they uh, kind of stopped after that summer because um, a lot of them, a lot of us went on Erasmus. Back then, we were part of this kind of um, college scene. Um, people were kind of, there were gigs going and people were kind of excited like about, you know, all this new music coming out and like people were turning up the gigs and we were like, oh, like, it's on, no, like, it's going uphill, like, this is class, like, we were like all taking part in this kind of, you know, bubble and like, where, where can it go? I like thought like, oh, you know, it'd be cool to like promote it in like a different way, like maybe, you know, like send out some zines around. Like none of this ever happened. Like it was just ideas thrown around. Like yeah. Um. And then the end of the summer, um, I went to Montreal for a year. Connell and the other kind of leader or whatever person behind this, uh, he went to Leipzig. Um, Liz, another 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 one of us went to to Leiden. Yeah. in the Netherlands and it was kind of like we were all doing our own thing then I in Montreal I worked a small bit for this event promotion company a bit like a collective but it was like a proper it was called Indie Montreal and they would like make you know put up like make gigs and um, I was like doing posters and cloakroom work for them there Yeah, I was like thinking like this could be something we could do in, in Cork you know yeah um so I came back and Teletext Record was after starting up, Hausu was after starting up and all these cool things started like happening. I was like thinking, well, things are really like, you know, on the up here again, like, and so I ended up doing a project for university, a final year project on the Cork music scene where I sort of looked at the history, looked at links with the past, kind of interviewed all these heads like around the place just to figure out what it was all about and what people thought about the scene and what um, what ideas were around and what, what was needed. And I thought there was a gap that there was no, no one was really, there were all these collectives around the place, but they were all kind of you know, doing their thing and no one was really mixing. There was no like catch-all umbrella really yeah. to like promote everything because they were all kind of, you know, they were all promoting themselves. There was no one to promote them like as a whole. Yeah. So you have, if you're like looking what's going on in Cork, you have to go to that page to see it. There's no like catch-all there is like the gig well, guides there's, gig there's guides the guides on yeah. nine or nine that you do and they're they're class like it's nothing for the artist to say themselves it's all about what someone else has to say about them there's no way of saying it themselves so there's no there's not that much interviews there's not that much 
it's 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 all kind of top down rather than ground up. Well, now, like, I know there's a few of us, etc., that kind of work in features, whether yeah. it's for the Echo or elsewhere, where, you know, we're aware that there are a lot of different voices telling a lot of different people what to do. And just from our own experience, we do try and say, look, we know that this is what an artist is trying to accomplish. We know that this is what they're trying to convey. And it's down to us, really, to kind of interview them and talk about, you know, what makes them tick, uh, why they do this, what the inter- human interest story is behind that. That tone kind of tends to get lost a little bit in kind of more short form journalism where the onus is on editorial to emphasize the effect of a streaming premiere or a video premiere, etc. But yeah, very definitely there needs to be like a dedicated publication mm. in the same way that there used to be uh, We Are Noise, Backstage Traffic, uh, Drop D, and you know, in the same way that AU and The Thinner were able to do on an all island basis. Yeah, exactly. And what, what, what I aim and what we aim to do is what we aim to do is to hear from the ground up, just really look at the grassroots, how they promote themselves and liaise with all these collectives where it goes from what they want to promote like to us. And then we like we we'll say what they want to say yeah. rather than the person who has the who's up like person the editor or whatever decides yeah if you get me like in terms then of identifying what aspects of the cork city music scene to platform and you know what things really need a spotlight shone on them kind of what were the earliest discussions in terms of you know not the aesthetic of post material magazine but in terms of the coverage uh in terms of things that are going to be covered not only in terms of music but in terms of visual art in terms of youth culture in terms of politics etc well what we want to do is we would like to collaborate with as many artists as possible to sort of promote their their voice and their art yeah as well as you know promoting their events and um you know making sure that uh they get as many people to see them as possible um and we we like to do collaborative events with like you know we really want to work with artists like not only music but artists and and theatre and we we're really interested in in just working with them so that they get more people seeing them. We'll talk a little bit more about creating a new platform for the arts in Cork uh, in a little while. But first of all, once you kind of decided kind of among yourselves what the goal was going to be, and it's interesting that you bring up working in collectives with Indie Montreal, writers Indie Cork has just finished up, mm-hmm. and the air of collaboration is around the place more so than ever. Maybe talk to us a little bit about kind of reaching out and expanding past the kind of initial two or three of you to find different people to contribute and put things together. Because from what I hear, there's a more than a few people kind of involved with this at the outset. Well, I, in college, I, I kind of knew a lot of people who were very talented and creative. Um, I still, I know them still. They're, they're, I really want to bring them into this and, you know, um, give them a platform to express themselves because you have your arts degree, whatever, but where, where does that bring you? these days I mean like I myself I'm working in a shop most of us have part-time jobs and do that in our spare time so I wanted find I wanted to find a way to give them a place to put what they were their thoughts their writings their their ideas and um, so we have 
a good few um, long reads yeah. planned. These are like really like deep, like leaky looking into issues um, in Irish society. We have a lot of, uh, we've op-eds planned, uh, we've video documentaries planned. Excellent. And we have, we, we have um, ideas for collaboration with, you know, um, other other um, art forms. But in terms then of like looking around you and looking at creative people kind of in your circle, talk to us a little bit about just kind of identifying individual strengths and weaknesses. Because when you're an editor, etc., you got a crew of people that, you know, want to contribute to something that's bigger than themselves and you know there's a there's a great vibe in terms of people that at the start of a project there's a great vibe around people that want to contribute to something and then slowly but surely unless people unless writers find themselves engaged uh, with a particular specialty or a particular topic uh, they kind of find themselves kind of getting um, disheartened and walking away from the project maybe talk to us a little bit about kind of seeing in the community around you the kind of specialties and the kind of topics that that the writers in your team are covering well i just can see that they they have they're passionate about their ideas and their opinions they just they 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 know what they want to say they know what they want to express and like i mean i'm just letting them say what they think you know yeah. I mean, that's like that's what anyone wants is someone to just let them be like, oh, yeah, just go ahead, just say what you want, like, say what you think. That's because yeah. that's what's most valuable to them is their their thoughts and their their ideas. And, and I suppose like once you kind of identified what people wanted to do, maybe talk to us a little bit about kind of some of the more practical challenges of setting up a webzine because everybody thinks, oh, register a website and get a WordPress account, get things together. Um, and it's as easy as that, but you know, coming to a common consensus with a team of people that want to do things, have different ideas, maybe want to pull things in different directions a little bit. Talk to us about some of the challenges of getting not only a website up, but a you know a collaborative website where there's not only a lot of teamwork, but also I suppose because not everybody can be around the entire time, not everybody is hanging mm. around. The ups and downs of distributed teamwork, as it were. Well, the hardest thing is finding the time, um, and but but I mean it's. We all know what we we want to see, and we're all we're all adding to it in in way. Everyone's everyone what everyone's adding is is valuable. Mm. So there's not really any uh, not that I, the only challenge really is time and finding the time to do it. We all know what we want to see, and um, so we know what's going to happen. We already have we have an idea, and we're just going to go with it. Because time is a massive currency when it comes oh, yeah. to putting projects like this together. You know, there are like, you know, three editorial people and another six or seven contributors that can kind of distribute the work among yourselves. And, you know, as the kind of mood for collectives continues, hopefully this will become more of a story when it comes to post-material. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the editorial tone of post-material in a little bit. But first, we're going to go to some more tunes. Killian, you've helped us put together a playlist. Earlier on, we heard from The Altered Hours with Over the Void and The Love Buzz with Disco Junkie 1200. But coming up, we're staying in that kind of noisy, proggy, punky direction. Uh, you got pretty happy with Shut Up. Yeah, it's a great tune. Great voice. You also have Gilbert. Gilbert or The Unfathomable Loneliness of the Space Prospector uh, with Stingo. Yeah, that album is just one of the best to have come out of Cork in a long time, I'd say. A massive kind of mixing job by oh, Chris yeah. Summers too. He's yeah. definitely the kind of project that he wanted to kind of sink his teeth in on. We're going to hear from Gilbert in just a moment, but first, this is Pretty Happy with Shut Up here on Red On Red. 
answer my messages just once in your life. Don't make me out to be such a fucking crazy.
Gilbert or The Unfathomable Loneliness of the Deep Space Prospector with Stingo taken from their West of Space album available uh, via Teletext Records on all streaming services and bandcamp.com This is Red on Red Cork's new music podcast and we're still joined in studio by Killian McCann of newly minted Cork online magazine Post Material launching in the weeks and months to come with a public discussion day happening this Friday afternoon at the Pink Moon Cafe on Washington Street do come along and share your ideas and shape the future of local and community media in Cork City before the jump we were talking a little bit about some of the challenges and upsides and the the, the circumstances surrounding the foundation of Post Material magazine. But um, one of the things that it's going to take on because of its remit, because of your age and because of everything else uh, is the state of youth culture in Ireland in 2019. Now, youth culture in Ireland is a steadily evolving thing that has taken on far more influences from not only the internet, not only from demographic changes, etc., but also just from the, you know, the change in musical and artistic conversation over the past 10 years or so, where almost the idea of genres is almost done away with, and the common thread kind of between everything now is doing it yourself, you know, a DIY aspect, and whether that's collectivization, as we've discussed, or visual artists kind of discussing and plumbing their own depths when talking to you for an article. Uh, I suppose maybe kind of, Number one, set the parameters for your understanding of youth culture and kind of just kind of brief people listening on the issues around youth culture in Cork as you see them. It's it's just giving a voice to the generation that is part of the new kind of Ireland that's come out of the, the, the recent decades, you know, the last decade, you know, since the, the referendums on, you know, same-sex marriage and um, abortion. Um, this generation has really been one of the the driving forces behind how those changes took place and it's it's just the first kind of one of the first liberal um, generations one of the first it's the first generation to be you know to not be bogged down by the Catholic Church and all that kind of stuff there's no publication that's just about young people for young people a great irony actually is you know not that you're not going to accomplish that much in the same way as people before you haven't accomplished it for Mm. their time and their generation and the incremental change that has happened over the last 30 years but I can't help but think of um, Hot Press fancying themselves as agents of change in 1977 when they were doing so as well I was reading the you know, for my sins, I was reading the thousandth anniversary edition of Hot Press to just mm-hmm. kind of look at some of the archival material that they had. And um, editor Niall Stokes was just talking about, you know, um, some scandal or other that he had regarding mm-hmm. phone lines and how they were apportioned to the offices of Finna Fall and Finna Gale across the road from Hot Press, but not him. And, you know, it's always one of those things whereby somebody kind of setting up a magazine or setting up a web scene uh, is doing so specifically mm-hmm. to make a point of view felt yeah. and seen and 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 to, to leave a mark on something that they feel that they're frustrated in not seeing yeah well i mean hot press is one of like old hot press is one of the the influences for starting this i remember when i was doing the project that i did it during final year i was looking through old old issues of hot press and i thought it was really cool to have like music alongside politics because you had these really radical writers like Eamon McCann and Nell McCafferty alongside all this stuff about, you know, Fela and Sir Henry's or, or, you know, whatever was going on at the time. It would be wrong to say that we'd be the first to sort of bring a radical approach, but 
I don't think the view of the current generation is represented anymore in that publication. That's why I think we should start fresh. Creating new spaces is important uh, no matter what kind of stage that we find youth culture at in the city in particular. But you kind of mentioned there before the jump that you were going to feature things like op-eds, things like uh, essays and long-form writing as well, which is something of a lost art. Um, you know, obviously we get like Guardian Music having long reads or we have different long reads and, or features on specialist publications like The Thin Air, like Golden Plec, etc. But in terms of a Corkonian context, you know, for long reads pertaining to music, it's 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 either downtown on the Evening Echo um, on a Thursday, and you know that's it. I mean, totally Cork is gone. Um, backstage traffic was a long, long time ago. Things like noise and drop D, you know, we had our time doing that, um, but it, you know it wasn't necessarily sustainable for one reason or another. So maybe talk to us, I suppose, about you know how you see essays and long form fitting in. I suppose number one to the local media. Um, horizon and I suppose really how do you feel the formula fits regarding modern arts journalism because again there's not there's no longer the myth making apparatuses they don't have the influence over youth culture anymore Mm. well the long reads aren't just about music the long reads are all about politics and um, music and politics and all that sort of thing yeah so um, it's just sort of they'll be exploring you know how music fits into society would be some of them uh, or even like there's different completely different things to music there's one of them is about period poverty uh, the other one's about the law, abortion laws in Northern Ireland uh, another one's about punk music in Belfast in the 70s and the troubles and all that so it's all it's all different topics it's not just about music music is an important aspect of it but we're interested in exploring the wider the wider context of our society we'll have guides and events they'll all be in different sections but the the long reads they're their own they're going to be monthly they're going to be their own thing where it's like one one will be about music one will be about whatever others other things like that so it's it's not just about music it's about it's sort of a catch-all. Like, it's interesting that you mentioned kind of long reads being staggered out in the same way mm. that the enemy has now just decided to do the one long read every week mm. uh, to kind of capitalise or to kind of amend for the attention span that, you know, that they're yeah. trying to, to pitch themselves to now. Irish music media has kind of touched off of the intersection with politics over the course of the last couple of decades. Whether, you know, it was 80s hot press advocating for abortion and marriage rights, whether it was Nile Nine in the early 2000s beginning to start doing annual reports on the Minister for Arts and whether or not they delivered on their promises as and when the time was. But the space is ripe now uh, at a time where just after the Me Too conversation, the Angry Moms Collective in Cork in particular are having this conversation in terms of events. Uh, Sexual Violence Centre Cork, along with Cypress Avenue, spearheading the Ask for Angela uh, campaign. But even things like Gender Rebels as well, the, the, the local trans and NB community organising social outings to various pop culture destinations across the county. Uh, the time is ripe to, I suppose, create a music journalism, a youth politics journalism for the new normal. Kind of talk to us a little bit about kind of how you worked out the tone of inclusivity and progression in those politics things like period poverty it's what people want to talk about that I know so I mean that's if that's what they want to talk about then if we can make the platform for them to have a voice that's what I want to do give them a voice um, it's people I know in college did projects on it and they, they that's their opinions so it's like 
yeah, go ahead, talk about it. I mean, that we're better off for it, you know? Will there be an editorial tone in terms of like, you know, historically Irish music press kind of veering to the left in terms of editorial policy? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people will be writing things that are to the left. Yeah. Um, I won't be, you know, I won't be pushing my own opinion yeah. or anything into what they have to say. It's it's them. Yeah. It's, well, I don't yeah. want to hear what they have to say. Yeah. Well, not injecting opinion as such, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. in the hand that kind of editorial has taken over the years of kind of keeping their opinion to their editorial column. If they want to go a particular stance, I'm not going to stop them. Do you know what I mean? When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the wider conversations surrounding music journalism, as well as your upcoming public discussion day at the Pink Moon. But first, we're going to go back to some more tunes, uh, going back to the playlist that you and your colleagues have helped put together for us for this week's episode of Red on Red. Uh, you have Selkie's Cork City Hardcore uh, with Hazard Lights. There's a huge hardcore scene in Cork City. Not a lot of people know about it. It's one of, it's part, that's like that's what I'm talking about. Not a lot of people know that there's a huge hardcore scene in Cork, but you know, there so, is, and Selkies are part of it in their class. Selkies, worn out. It is one of those things that, you know, specialist media in Cork City do try and get around to as much as possible. But with things being fractured, as you said, sometimes bringing everything together in a cogent fashion can be a little bit of a challenge. And we'll talk a little bit more about that challenge. But you also have Damsel with head hums. Yeah, that's a class, Jim. It's just catchy. It's class. Good tack. We're going to hear from Damsel momentarily. But first, this is Selkies with Hazard Lights here on Red on Red.
Damsel with Head Homes here on Red on Red. Still joined in studio by Killian McCann of upcoming Cork webzine post material. And before we kind of get talking about it, like we've been talking about post material for the last I don't know how long, and we never got around to like a URL. Like, how is it getting released specifically? We'll have a launch day in January. Cool. Is it like uh, postmaterial.ie? We don't have one yet. Oh, okay. So that yeah. kind of that that kind of process is still very it's still much that's still yet in development. Mm. Like, how do you see it happening yourself? Obviously, like postmaterial.ie or .com or yeah. .net or some such. And I suppose one of the big things coming into you know launching in 2020 uh, with Post Material is the fact that you, you're launching a completely online-only platform. You're looking at ways to make it sustainable. You're looking at ways of keeping it going on a DIY basis. Arts journalism is a in a bit of a weird place at present mm. because, again, you mentioned that you know we're we're in an intergenerational changeover. You know, print and all of the importance and the the, the ability to mythologize um, is gone because again, the importance that was accorded to print outfits coming through once a week, etc., isn't necessarily there anymore, and it's been replaced with a steady stream of, you know, of of visual and oral stimulation coming from everywhere. So I suppose we've talked a little bit about how you intend to do things on the local level and platforming people, but I suppose before we talk about music journalism in 2019 in general kind of have the bigger conversation I suppose outline what arts journalism means to you like it it can't necessarily be an entirely tangible thing you've kind of looked at Mm -hmm. you know the history of it and its development in Ireland for sure and you've kind of seen where it's come from can I talk just a little bit about you know your consumption patterns how they influence what you want to do with Post Material magazine what I really care about is like what the message is behind whoever is doing it and what they're like why they they do that art or they do that music or they do whatever Mm. um like that's 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 the most important thing to me i think um i think music journalism and all that these days it's too like you have the needle drop and you people they go they watch they 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 listen to an album, but they li- like they'd watch the needle drop first, and that'll influence their opinion. You know, it's like no, like make your own opinion, man. Like we, I just want to say what the artist says, and then the person who consumes it gets it from what the artist says. You know, ever was it thus in terms of reviews that have been kind of handed down from from above? Um, I suppose people in their 30s now would have been the last generation to have eagerly awaited the magazines to have come in from the UK uh, sometimes from the US on the very very rare occasion but you're coming along at a time where the personal touch as you mentioned is becoming an increasing part of how people consume things Mm. you look at District Magazine and how you know in addition to a quarterly print presence which places emphasis on you know heavy paper stock and a very personal aspect to all of its interviews um you also have things like Mabfield, where mm. you know you talk a little bit about kind of opinions being from the top down and kind of people wanted to cotton on to themselves yeah. in terms of crowd chasing but you also have like again the Mabfield lads will sit down and they'll discuss everything in a panel discussion not in that kind of you know unnecessarily dichotomous way that a lot of politics is discussed in establishment media but as a bunch of lads, etc., with their own various takes and things that they would want to to be heard, doing so in those kind of roundtable discussions, and in particular yeah. the video podcast that they do, yeah, um, the Nyler podcast, you know, much the same way. Again, it's a music journalist that, while not necessarily attempting to kind of shoehorn their 
vision mm. um, into things very definitely do kind of make their opinions heard among themselves Nile yeah. Nine and Dre and you can hear them every week on Nile9.com you can subscribe in all your podcasts you know as we've mentioned you know there's going to be a lot of different media that are going to be implemented over the course of establishing post material where the website is the main destination for all of the long reads as well as news and more short form things uh, you'll also have a social media presence and as you've mentioned there's going to be video going to that as well you're going where people are and you're catching their attention in the ways that are doing mm. so I suppose maybe what are the challenges inherent to try and kind of keeping a coherent editorial tone and style together across those platforms have you kind of explored that much yet in terms of initial content or yeah a small bit um, I, I think the, the more I think about it the more it's just about visuals and and because people love to see you know something that like people love watching something that's kind of you know interesting and 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 grabs their attention for a while so it's just about putting something out there that makes the person go oh uh, what's that and click on it and like just read this really interesting thing that the person has to say yeah so like visuals will have a big part in it so this friday coming up at the pink moon cafe um you're going to have that discussion day that we've talked about wherein you know you're consulting with people that want to kind of feel as though they're taking a stake in local media and in particular younger people i suppose maybe talk to us a little bit about the process of coming up with parameters for how they can contribute kind of what the question is necessarily being asked of um the younger head rather that's coming into this mm. and how you intend to kind of I suppose assimilate or kind of take in their suggestions into the overall running of post material just by 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 looking at it and seeing how we can I mean it's we haven't come to that yet we just need to hear what it is first and we can think about it um, if it works if if they have an idea and we think that they could you know write an article that could get published that's cool. We can we'll, we'll, we'll listen to you. Um, if they want to collaborate with us, um, and one thing we'd love to do is get people uh, from different collectives to come to the discussion day so we can talk about how we can collaborate, then that would be class as well. Um, I really, I'm really interested in talking with all these collectives that and all these production companies and all these these lads that are just who are who are planning on on events and stuff we'd like to just listen to them as well and um incorporate whatever it is they would like to say into our into our into our project i mean that's the absolute most the kind of denizens of the cork music scene can ask for is to have the microphone Hmm. kind of put in front of them and to have the ability to, to to be heard directly when we come back we'll talk a little bit more about upcoming things for uh, post material but first we're going to go back to some more tunes uh, you got Laurie Shaw with Night of the Realm and he's a great he's a great artist it's a great tune and you have a frequent collaborator of his in Elaine Malone with My Baby's Dead we've been playing this every week since it released on the podcast oh really whether it was a guest playlist or whether it's just come through as part of the the Women in Cork music mix that we put together a couple of weeks ago for our Lee Side Tapes uh, side effect like it's a banger of a tune and it thoroughly deserves its place in any playlist that it comes mm-hmm. through I mean she's one of those people now that you will have witnessed over the past couple of years really kind of establishing herself mm. and saying things that does, that need to be heard and deserve to be platformed like her new, her, her other project Mantua is her, like it, that's really cool the way like she's 
opening to collaborate with she's open to collaborate with other musicians and just do what she does we'll hear from Elaine Malone momentarily but first this is Laurie Shaw with Night of the Realm here on Red on Red <laughs> As the lock ascends, long shadows on pagan displays of stone A trailing green coat and a pocketbook of patriotic quotes We can muddy their coasts with chip fat, sure this is what our forefathers fought for Living on the world above, sipping builder's tea out of St George's Moors don't let them all Like a drop in the ocean they'll drop Black out the coastal towns They're coming for our shit Swallow hard on the fear And let it eat you from the inside Hide your kids Uncle Kronos is coming He's keeper of the Vellum Codex Football sticker Book sacred Don't let them all Like a drop in the ocean They'll drop, drop, drop Black out the coastal towns They're coming for our shit jobs Down off the splitting hills Up to the moving mill Swallow the bitterest pill
Elaine Malone with My Baby's Dead here on Red on Red. And just before we wrap up this episode of the show, Killian McCann of Post Material Magazine, where can we find Post Material online and what happens for the magazine immediately after this discussion day happening this Friday afternoon at the Pink Moon Cafe on Washington Street? Well, you can find us on Instagram at Post Material Magazine, on Twitter at Post Material Mag, and on Facebook at Post Material. Um, after the discussion day, when we're, we're just gonna probably just meet up and plan on what will you do next and try and get the time to build this website. Would you be having any more kind of discussion days at a time that's kind of more amenable to, to people working, you know, shift work and other jobs? Yeah, that's that's kind of in the works, but we haven't. I haven't really. We haven't thought of it yet. We don't. We we we're 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 finding it very hard to find the time. Um, but I would love to do discussion days, not only in Cork, but I'd love to do one in Limerick City. I'd love to do one in Waterford. Well, I now's don't the want time. What with the things that are happening yeah. in Limerick and Waterford? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now's the time to do it. Um, so I'm hopefully I'll have we'll have one. Hopefully we'll have one uh, in Limerick in the new year. And hopefully we can have other ones, you know, in Galway, Dublin, Belfast, Dundalk. Spread all the places reach. where all the places where there's cool stuff happening, you know. Spread that reach. And again, you mentioned Belfast. You know, it cannot be stressed the importance of, you know, that all island presence that's yes. been had. Because, I mean, yeah. that's what stood to Alternative Ulster uh, back in the times. That's what has stood to to the thin air, you know, up to now. Yeah. And it's very definitely something that can be kind of expanded upon and and, and, and made into a, yeah. you know, a standard feature for Irish music journalism. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. And it, as well, yeah, we're aiming to, to, to collaborate with, you know, we're aiming to collaborate with the collectives and we're aiming to collaborate with... I mean, there's a production company that's after starting Mint Productions and what they're going to do is going to be class. Mm. Um, the 18 and Aaron are just really talented um, and their vision is something that's completely new to theatre. Um, well, not completely new, but, you know, they have these original ideas that that, that will, that I think can go, that, that will be really cool. Um, I want to collaborate with, you know, anything in Limerick. There's loads of collectives in Limerick at the moment. DIY, prescription. DIY, prescription, unseen. Dundalk even, there's Pizza Pizza and there's some really cool bands coming out of Dundalk. Mm-hmm. Um, and Belfast, I mean, there's lots of stuff happening. Belfast is this huge, well, it's not huge, like, but it's this big city that, you know, there's cool stuff happening there. Like, there's a big punk scene there and emo scene and all that. Um, Dublin as well. Dublin's the capital. There's always stuff happening there. There is. And Derry. Derry in particular, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you know, for kind of all island jags yeah, that have yeah, yeah. taken place over the course of a couple of weekends over the years. You know, Derry's been a quiet favourite. Yeah, yeah, and there's some really cool bands coming over there, like Touts and mm. Cherim and all that. That's cool. Touts and Cherim in particular have come kind of really highly recommended by um, Pretty Happy. Uh, yeah. Of, we yeah, had yeah, one yeah. on the podcast as well, so definitely wants to continue to check out. Uh, I suppose any other plugs, shout outs, uh, things that you necessarily want to kind of get in the airwaves um, before we head away? Shout out to the boys. Shout out to all the boys. That about wraps it up for this week's episode of Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast from Red FM and RedExtra.ie. Thank you very much to Killian McCann for joining us this episode. Thank you. And thank you very much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, 
as well as all your other podcasting apps and platforms. Every subscribe, every share, every rate, every little bit of word of mouth helps us spread the word of DIY music and indie media endeavors in Cork City. Make sure to check out the artists featured online or at an upcoming gig. And if you'd like more Irish tunes, please be sure to listen into Green on Red on Sunday nights with Alan O'Donovan for the best of all that is Irish on Cork's Red FM. 104 to 106, Killian. You're leaving us with a tune from local outfit Electric Limes. They've been featured on Angry Mom Collective Billings recently. Yeah, yeah, they, they've been coming up recently. They're pretty cool. Lots of, it's, it's really nice acoustic, really chilled out. Yeah, I love it. And it's a nice note to leave it on. This is Electric Limes with Symbiosis. This has been Red on Red. And we'll talk to you next week.
Red on Red.